the, the culture in the locker room has changed. He came in and he changed everything. You had young guys that was had their blinders on, working hard, no expectations, but an opportunity to go out and impress and play their behinds off and be a part of something good when nobody thought the Jets would win. They thought by bringing Aaron Rodgers in, that would make things better. It has made things worse. We're back. You're here with your man, Lebronius Coles, and his best friend, Wayne Krubet, on this illustrious day after a great outing by the New York Jets. And here we are again with nothing to talk about but the same horse we beat the last few weeks. But we're going to find something to get you guys going today. And I think we should consider talking about our favorite guy, Mr. Aaron Rodgers. He's considering a comeback. What you think about that, my friend? You know what? Uh, happy belated Thanksgiving to you. Hope, uh, hope that was the highlight of your week. Uh, <laughs> listen, I've gone back and forth with this, uh, talking to different people. Why is he coming back? Is he coming back? Uh, to prove to people, you know, um, you know, the medical miracle coming back in four months rather than six months. Uh, is he coming back to save Hackett's job? Does he think he can come back and show something? And is it selfish uh, or is it great just to come back and give somebody a positive thing going into 2024? So what, what is your impression uh, when you initially heard that he, he might be coming back this year? Um... At this point, I don't think he should, but I would like to see what happens if he does because you've had Lazard being benched. You have all these guys that came here because of him. And does it save Hackett's job? I don't know. Do, does Hackett get to stick around because it's, it's, it's bigger than just him? It's more about Aaron, and Aaron wants him here, and Aaron is here because of him. Yeah. Those are all questions that need to be answered. So without saying He's saving someone's job if he comes back this year. If he comes back this year and it doesn't go well, does he save his job? If he sits on the sideline and wait till next year, does he save Hackett's job? Right. Because he's here because of Hackett. Let, those are a lot of questions that needs to be answered, and only one person really has the authority to, to deem it so or not, and that's Mr. Johnson himself. Yeah. Does he say, hey, we keep him around because Aaron wants him around? Do we keep Lazard around because Aaron wants him around? They gave him, what, four years, 40-something million dollars? Yeah. I, I, I don't think the Packers is going to give it to him. That's why he ended up with the Jets. So, uh, and, yeah. and now we see why. So, I mean, it's, it's a lot of unanswered questions right now. Does any of it make sense to me? No. Why are we in this position? I don't know. But we are here. I was yeah. the bad guy before the season, but now everybody's like, man, Laverne has told us this was coming down the pipeline, and now we're here. Yeah, it's a it's a gamble. I mean, it's a gamble that they took. Uh, I've never seen a team so centered around, like you said, one player. Um, you know what he wanted, who he wanted coaching, who he wanted to throw to, who he wanted to back him up. Um, but that's kind of what you need to do to get a all-time quarterback, you know, at this point. But like I said, at his age, I mean, he's coming back, you know, you know, you, you consider him coming back and giving some positives and, you know, uh, you know, optimism going into next year and just finishing 
the year strong, but um, he's he's got to be able to protect himself back there. If he's oh. not, you know, can't move around. If he's not mobile, uh, I you know, forget about the Achilles. I risk him, you know, maybe getting injured another way. You know, people are worried about the Achilles, but with that line, um, it might be worse coming back uh, just to show, you know, that he could do it. Um, I don't know. I, I go back and forth, but I'm curious to see what would change, but I don't think much would change if he comes back, even if he does well. And a question I would have for you with that being said, we know what the line looks like this year. They're not a draft pick away from being better next year. No. What does he come back to next year? What do they have in front of him next year? Do they go out and they revamp the entire line? Do yeah. they draft the guy? What do you think they're going to do in the offseason to make this thing feasible for him to even come back and stand up behind the line next year? Yeah. It, there's, you know, I, I don't know what draft pick we're looking at now, depending on the record, but um, I don't know what's coming out in the draft. But it's not just the draft. I mean, you go out and draft one of the best ones coming out. Uh, if, what do they have, seven, eight picks? I mean, half of them should be on offense linemen. And then whatever, the top offense linemen free agency. Like, like... <laughs> like overcompensate, like not just bring in a couple, like three, four guys, bring in like six, seven guys, because that's what that's their Achilles heel. <laughs> well, that's uh, that's their Achilles heel. You know, the line this whole year and next year. So I don't know. <laughs> Snack time. Uh, like I said, we we've talked about the same thing over and over. Um, let's see what other needs do you think? That's a, that's one. You know, what? what's our second need way over here uh, after offensive line going in next year? A quarterback. No one knows how long Aaron is going to play. Yeah. You have to find something for the future. Are you looking at another team that may be getting rid of a guy? Yeah. I don't know. But right now, our quarterback play is minimal. And you can't really judge these guys based on what they're dealing with. I mean, you can't grade guys if they're running for their life half the game yeah. getting sacked seven times who wants to get hit in the face that many times <laughs> i know i don't but here's a question i have a question so you got aaron Rodgers, 39 years old you know all-time quarterback what the guys out there that are interesting that can lead a team if that doesn't work out are all in their 30s too there's no quarterbacks in their 20s mid-20s that someone's going to part with uh, you know, because it put us in the same situation. A young guy, not experienced. I don't know how much you're going to spend on a backup. But like I said, it's curious. Just with the guys they brought in with Lazard and Cobb, you know, stack him up. Elijah Moore, Brown's third receiver, has more yards than Cobb and Lazard. Hmm. Uh, it's, uh, you know, you look at the statistics. statistics uh, it's tough. It's tough, like you said, they, they gambled on it. It didn't work out. Uh, some of the things they've done have worked out, but like I said, I'm stumped. I'm stumped at this point. I don't know what to expect uh, the rest of the year. Uh, I was at the game. Uh, they're still cheering, but uh, if Boyle's the quarterback, if Zach's the quarterback, like I said, I'll, I'll be happy to see Aaron come back just to get some excitement and uh, you know, hopefully it comes back and works out. So what do you, what do you think about the defense? Uh, how they handle Waddle and uh, Tyree Kill. It's kind of... That's a tough matchup, and I told you it's, it's a track meet out there yeah. uh, dealing with that team. I, once they got three points, I knew the game was over because our offense can't move the ball, can't do anything. Uh, the offensive line, needs, we need to trade them for a six-pack of beer and some gum. 
and 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 hopefully it's brand name or something. It's just it's rough. So where we are now is shut it down, rebuild, try to get some guys in that can help us long term in the future. Because winning this year was not going to happen. I mean, I hated to say it in the beginning of the season when I was being that person. So now that we now all see what I saw back then, <laughs> optimism is out the window. Let's figure out what we can do to have a better year next year because we're not one or two picks away or two players. It doesn't happen. Yeah. Listen, it just popped in my head. I hit my head over the weekend, so <laughs> a little out of it. I was at the game. <laughs> I forgot. I was at the at the game with Cade. Um but I was moving around doing some appearances and stuff. And uh, you know, I caught the uh interception for a touchdown. You know, I just happened to be outside and me and Cade are jumping up and down. And then uh we missed the extra point and it's like kind of figures, you know what I mean, it happens. So we stop and get the ball back and like, you know, we're on our 40. Like nothing can happen positive with two seconds left. The it, the wind was in his face. He's going to have to throw the ball 65, 70 yards. Uh, just run it, take a knee, whatever. They throw the Hail Mary. Guy picks it off and he's running and he's coming back. And I'm like, uh-oh. And then I see him coming. I'm like, no way. And then he scores. And I'm like, this is, this is some typical stuff. But who do you blame? For them even attempting that, who, who who do you point the finger at for that? Um, why even attempt that? I can't blame anybody for that because I mean that's just one of those unfortunate plays that happens. No, I mean I don't think nobody anticipated that happening. I know I didn't. I know the coach when they spoke with him at halftime about about it happening. He said he's like, man, ain't nothing you can do about that. That's just one of those unfortunate incidents that why that try happened. it why even try it it's not, the, the odds of that are so small of, of, of anything positive there's no he couldn't even reach the end zone it's not like you know yeah, what I mean? but i mean i mean you're the jets you might as well try i mean i don't know man what do you have to lose you're not <laughs> <laughs> you know what are you going in 10-6 now you're going in seven i mean no nah. all right I just think that was that was stupid. No sense even attempting it. Um, and you know me, I don't bash. I don't bash. You know, the coaches and stuff. I just think, um, like I said, it's just something shouldn't have been tried. Um, but here's the thing: things happen that they learn from. You know, every time, every time, so they don't do it again. But they find new ways <laughs> to mess up. Like, all right, we won't do that hail mary again. But it's you know, you did it. Um, a lot of things too. You talk about undisciplined, the penalties, the late hits, uh, the fights, the rough, the rough in the quarterback, the holding. What do you attribute that to? You know, we talk about being undisciplined, but I think the penalties we have for uh, after the play, personal fouls. Why you think is this continues to happen specifically on defense? I would assume that's frustration. I mean, these guys are frustrated. You're on the field for so long. You have no help on the offensive side of the ball where they're able to keep up many drives. You, you got It's a lot built up. You can't go punch your teammate in the face. So what do you do? You go hit somebody else. I mean, well, it has happened in our locker room before, yeah. Gino Smith. But outside of that happening, it's just one of those things where guys are frustrated. They got pent-up energy where they're like, I'm tired of dealing with this. I'm chasing these guys. 
it, you, you got to let it go somewhere. And so and just so happens they happen to let it go on the field. So, yeah, they're undisciplined. That has, has to do with coaching. But it also has to do with a lot of frustration that's built up with people ramming these guys quite a bit on the defensive side of the ball. And now they're starting to have leaks and people are starting to figure them out. I knew that was going to happen eventually. People yeah. get opportunity to play against you for a bit. They figure out what you like and you don't like. They're on the field too much. They got too much film on them and see what people are having success. It's starting to show his head again. Yeah. Hopefully you usually, it up. Usually um, I'm just like, oh, that's, that's stupid. Why fight? Why do this? Why do that? But at that point, like you said, you just won't hit somebody. Like you said, and like you said, the frustration, offense and defense, um, you hear a little whispers, but they're doing a good job of saying the right things. But, uh, you know, they're defending each other. But you know, like you said, you hit someone or do this and that, as long as it's warranted. Um, like I said, some things are undisciplined. But like I said, we're, we're human. We're competitors. Uh, we want to win. Uh, some things are out of your control. But, you know, when they fight back like that and they stick together, I don't mind that. Uh, we've been in situations like that. Um, and, and like I have, I was a 3-13, and 1-15 season. You get frustrated. But um, the fact that they're sticking together, um, there's no, like you said, anonymous source saying this and that. Um, that's what I appreciate most about the team, that they're still fighting, you know? Do you think the head coach job is on the line right now? You know what? <laughs> There's speculation about it, but I don't I don't think Coach Sala or Coach uh, or GM Joe Douglas, uh defense coordinator, obviously not. You know, I'm worried someone's gonna steal him. Uh someone's gonna try to hire him, but uh I certainly think OC needs a change. I've thought that the whole pretty much the whole season. But no, I don't think Sal jobs uh on the line. Do you? With you, with Aaron Land in the wings, you think they would really change coordinators? Because he hasn't made up his mind whether he's going to come back and play next year or not. He said he's going to come this year. Yeah. And then by next year. Yeah. I mean, what what is the thing? He wants his coordinator. He wants. He does. He wants Zach as his backup. He wants Boyle as the third string. How much can you cater to Aaron Rodgers' needs after what happened this year? Like I said, they kind of like it was all around him, every part of it, and um. It's tough. It's well, you tough have to give him what he wants until you actually see what he what he gives you. He hasn't shown you what he can give you yet. He hasn't shown you what um, his performance on the field is going to be worth sacrificing so much to keep him happy. Yeah. So they're probably going to watch and see how things go before they decide to do something else because he, yeah. he, he he's asking for what he's asking for. Yeah. When Brett Favre came into the locker room, things changed. It's just how it was. How was that? You were with him, right? You were him. They let Chad leave and Brett came. Everything changed. I mean, I was a part of it. And I watched, the, I mean, even the offense. I'm like, dude, you got 11 guys, 10 other guys on this team that knows this offense. But you mean to tell me we have to change what we've been doing because of this guy? And that's what happened. Right. We need to learn what he knows. Not he need to learn what we know. Right. It's more of us than him, but that is what has happened. They have changed. Remember I said when they bought him in and they got rid of a lot of guys, the culture will change. Stuff will start moving different, and now we're starting to see it happen. They had a better season last year offensively than they're having this year. Mm. Yeah. Why do you think that is? The the culture in the locker room has changed. He came in, and he changed everything. You had young guys that was had their blinders on, working hard, no expectations, but an opportunity to go out and impress, 
and play their behinds off and be a part of something good when nobody thought the Jets would win. They thought by bringing Aaron Rodgers in, that would make things better. It has made things worse. Yeah. And that was, that was what I was saying before. When I yeah. said that, everybody said, oh, you're just a hater. You're, no, no, I'm telling you the truth. I've seen it happen. Right. I was at the cusp when we was 9-3 and three with, with, with Brett as quarterback. It looked good. It didn't feel good, I can tell you that. Right. That locker room right now knows what it's like not to feel good. And the pressure, somebody in there is going to fold. And it won't be on the defensive side of the ball because they're playing their behinds off. Right. Somebody on the offensive side is going to fold. Maybe it's Brees come out and say, hey, man, I'm sick and tired of this. I mean, Garrett Wilson. Yeah, Garrett Wilson's chirping already. Um, but like I said, last last time we are talking about Aaron Lazard and stuff like that, you see, this was probably the the not smartest, I don't want to say stupidest thing you said all year about Lazard having that he never worked with, you know, Boyle or whatever, Zach and this and that and drop passes. Like I said, you don't forget how to catch. I don't care who's throwing it lefty, righty, throwing a ball off a plane, the helicopter, you got to be able to catch. Yeah, and but you, sometimes can't, you give him a free pass. Yeah, but sometimes you can you can you can mentally check out of a game if you're not involved. I'm just saying I've I've done it before. Yeah. Well you it's not that I forgot how to catch. I mean I remember how to catch, but at some point you just like, I'm just here. No. I mean I'm I, again I'm not giving him a pass. I'm just saying I've been there. And we don't know what he will look like with Aaron behind center. Maybe his motivation picks up and you know he's like, Okay, really? I all for Aaron. These other quarterbacks, he probably like, man, they trash. I ain't catching this garbage. <laughs> he probably want to catch it and throw it back at him. To be honest, it's, it's how he. If, if he was going to be there, it doesn't matter. Lazard would be there past Aaron Rodgers. So, uh, big question though is how have we not seen the defense start talking trash uh, about the offense yet? Well, they probably ain't doing it publicly, but I'm sure it's happening in that locker room. They calling each other out. I mean, I. I mean, they're practicing against each other every day. I'm yeah. sure something comes up, and they're like, man, defense, the defense, man, y'all let them score, and defense probably like, y'all can't score. <laughs> so, what's your point? And it's, it's, it's happening. You know how it is. That locker room is, is, is our little place. That's our sanctuary, and all of the, the, the poking fun happens in that room. And sometimes yeah. it turns a little serious where people say some things that touch some nerves. Yeah. It's you don't laugh it off, yeah. It's you happening. don't laugh it off. Trust me, they, there's some days they walking in, and the offensive guys are walking by with their head down, not trying to make eye contact with them defensive guys coming in that locker room. That much I can tell you. They're not sitting around playing cards and dominoes, talking about you guys are going to get it together. Defense is over there sitting there like, man, you guys here are. <laughs> and it's being said, and they letting them know they trash. It's happening, bro. It's yeah, happening. I know. I know I've seen I've seen it and uh, like you said it's uh, you know fun and games and like you said feelings start getting hurt a little bit the jokes aren't as funny you know the the the, the dominoes and cards aren't as civil you know what I mean feelings get hurt a little bit so uh, yeah uh, to to answer the question the producer was asking yeah it's uh it's about to happen uh, publicly soon it's it's definitely happened behind closed doors. Uh, for people who don't know, I don't know how they do it. Uh, initially, when I started, it was offense on one side, defense on the other. 
now they try to put, you know, split it up offense, defense together. Mix them all in so that you have guys next to each other. But you, I could see people congregating offense and defense on each side. And then, uh, yeah, uh, I'm hoping it doesn't explode. But uh, so rest of the schedule, we have uh, Atlanta uh, and um, uh, coming up next. One what is your uh, what's your thoughts? We still got Miami again. We got uh, Texans. Tech, yeah, we're we're Falcons, Texans. We got Commanders. Uh, I mean, is there at this point people are going to ask? Do you? Hey, listen. People say, do you tank or like lose to get a better draft pick? And I say, listen. No player would ever do that. No matter what, that doesn't that doesn't happen in 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 the NFL in our New York Jets. But um, what do you see happening the rest of the year as far as uh you know win loss? Is it possible? Based on what they put out there thus far, I expect them to go out and perform just like they've been. They're they giving effort. The effort is yeah. there. They just don't have the talent um, on the offensive side of the ball up front to, to give these guys an opportunity to be seen. With that, if you can't score, you don't have a chance to win. The defense put up what gave us six points. So yeah. we had a, an opportunity to at least get into the game. Outside of that, I don't know what to tell you. I mean um, – we flip a coin uh, with the opposing team and ask, can we start at a 50? Maybe it's so all we can get. <laughs> and, we front, and we front you some extra cash if you let us, all we need 15 yards to get a field goal. Right. That is the only thing I think that will help. Atlanta is playing pretty good. The Texans are playing good. They played Jacksonville really tight yesterday. You have the Dolphins again in Miami. Yeah. Mm. I think they'll play the Dolphins tougher this time because they, they got smacked up a little bit. I don't see them winning that game, but we gonna, we may need a couple miracles uh, yeah. to, to, to help us. I think we can beat the Texans. That, that's one team I think we can, we can really beat. Uh, <laughs> and, I, and I mean, I, I, I'm usually not very confident, but I'm very confident they could beat the Texans. I feel that. I'm, I was just looking. I feel that they're going to come out they have they haven't had nothing to lose for a while now or had a you know a game was that uh you know must win they were all must wins for the last month but uh i think they're going to come out and play harder i think the rest of the year to play harder uh, cuz they have nothing to lose obviously they're out of it um at this point it's kind of like i've been in this situation you play to like mess someone else's season up you know, these AFC East games are guys, you know, this, you go out there and the motivation is to mess up their season, win games, and that's dangerous. Uh, I've been on TV. You're dangerous because, you know, yeah, the, the, the mark's on their back. There's no mark on our back anymore. Every, listen, like I said last week, we were must-see TV. You know, we brought an hour, and we had the highest ratings since whatever, the highest Jets games, the highest Monday night games. Because people wanted to see what happened to the Jets uh, during Aaron, and even if we imploded after Aaron, uh, which just happened, and people, you know, people love to see it. You know, people love to see uh, this happen to us. But uh, that's my feeling. If you ask me, I think they're going to play harder uh, the rest of the year to show, um, and I think you know they can pull off a game or two, which uh, certainly would be exciting to uh, end the season. You know. I think the fans should let us know what they feel about us, what what we where we should go. Because right now, I, my my heart is 
going out to all the Jets fans right now because they are suffering yeah. through what no fan should have to suffer through and getting hit with higher price tags for tickets next year. So we need yeah. to allow them to tell us what they feel the Jets should do. Should, should they try and work on getting a higher draft pick? Should they continue just to let the chips yeah. fall where they may and figure out, you know, where uh, how these guys are going to come back next year? Yeah. Us fans, we listening. We want to know. We will respond. We will but, read the comments and get back on here and talk about it. Yeah, listen. You know, I, I've seen the shirts, you know, just end the season, just endure the season, all the uh, the sayings. Um, and like I said, I was there at the game and – the fans showed up. I was in the parking lot. I did some uh, tailgate stuff. The fans are still there. The fans are still supporting. Um, and that's just how it is. That's just how it's been. And, and so people know, other teams have, are going through this with the paper bags on the head with this and with that. Um, it's just more glaring because it's our team and we're in New York. But the fans were out there. The fans were cheering. Um, and, you know, it, it was as loud as it could be when they returned that interception for a touchdown because uh, there's still hope and, and Jets fans will always be hope and optimism uh, and that's just part of it it's part of it for a team and it's sad that for many of people in their lifetime they've never seen the Jets win a Super Bowl it was so long ago I mean 55 whatever how many years it was but uh yeah I'm thankful that they support us they supported me when we're three and thir- one to fifteen, and they're supporting now, uh, and, and I've always had that relationship with the fans, but they're still showing up, and uh, I know the guys still appreciate that. That's what's up, man. But we'll see. Uh, we'll see our uh, Legends Weekend. We have Legends Weekend, Alumni Weekend. Are you coming in uh, next week? No, sir. No, I'm coming in for the Texans game because I think they'll win that one. Uh, yeah, I don't know if your uh, invitation got lost in the mail <laughs> or they didn't invite you <laughs> to alumni weekend based on your, uh, you know, your, I don't want to, I don't want to say your, your analogies and your, uh, support of the team, but, uh, I'm thinking, I'm thinking you didn't get invited. <laughs> I, I, did, I probably didn't and don't care. Cause I tell, I'm still going to tell the truth. That is going to be what I do. <laughs> And we'll always do it. When I see something change, I'll let you know, buddy. I love you. See you soon. Listen, I have a wing for bet plus one. So <laughs> you can be my plus one. But, yeah, I love you too, man. Uh, sorry we're beating the dead horse, man. But uh, hope for good things, man. And like I said, hopefully see you next week. I love okay. you, man.